Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> NBA veteran, he now um, talks about basketball, thinks about basketball, writes about basketball for codesports.com.au and other things in life as well. Chris Anstey joins us right now. Chris, how are you, mate? I'm very well, man. It's been an exciting time with the NBA Finals, NBA Finals, and of course, the draft is plenty happening. Draft indeed, yeah. So we'll get to that. It happened in the last 24 hours. So Dyson Daniels. Young Bendigo kid, uh, selected eight. He went through the uh, system there in Canberra with the NBA Academy and the AIS system at the AIS and then goes and plays the G League Ignite. So he didn't go the NBL route, which you can take as well. to do. To, if you don't want to go college, you can do that for a year and then nominate for the draft. Are you surprised he's gotten top 10? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, we have seen him for the last number of years and clearly he's one year younger than Josh Giddy, but you know, the last time those two competed uh, was at the under-20 Nationals pre-COVID and, you know, I was coaching the, the Victorian team and had Josh and, you know, we, we played against Dyson and those two were really on, on equal footing and, and keeping in mind Dyson was a year younger. Now, Josh has gone and continued his development as Dyson has, but you know, I don't think it's a surprise to many to, to see how high Dyson got drafted. And, you know, what... It, you mentioned the NBL pathway that Josh took and Lamelo Ball took, and that, that's a fantastic pathway. But you know, for, for Dyson, who maybe wasn't projected as going quite as high as those other two, you know, in his mind, his advice I would imagine would have been to to get in front of as many NBA scouts in person, you know, at you know at the Ignite at the G League, just to make sure that they had all the information available. So clearly, the choice he made was right. And, you know, it's one thing, you know, I'm a massive advocate for the Next Stars program in the NBL, but it's not the best one for everyone. I think Dyson's just proved that, you know, you, you do have to take all consideration, all options into consideration. And he's made the right choice, but I certainly expect him to have a really impactful first year, as Josh did. He's in a good program. He's in a, the Pelicans would expect it to make the playoffs. And it's exciting for him and, and, and more than anything for, for us and the basketball and sporting public of Australia. It's very exciting to have two you know, high draft picks playing on two different teams at the same time. It's a wonderful period of time for Australian basketball. Does Dyson Daniels need to send Josh Giddy a thank you? Is the success of Josh Giddy the, the year before, does that, as you said, uh, when you can compare apples and apples and they play against each other, does that help him? Does, did that elevate him to the top 10 knowing uh, the team's going, well, look at this Josh Giddy kid, what he did? It, it doesn't hurt. Um, and, I, and I think Usman Dieng would be the exact same where, yeah, he ended up being drafted 11, had a, a season with the New Zealand Breakers where he struggled for probably three quarters of it, but his last month probably highlighted what he was capable of doing. And he got drafted 11. 
So, you know, two lottery picks out of the NBL Next Stars program this year is an incredible kick of approval for the program. Um, and you're right, Josh Giddy, you know, probably Josh ended up there and it was, was so successful because of the, the impact Lamello Ball had. And we'd had some before that. So certainly all eyes are on the, on the NBL at the moment. And even with the NBA putting together that Ignite team, almost recognising the threat of the NBL to college and to the G League, it probably speaks volumes as to, to how highly the NBA actually sees the NBL right now. Yeah, it's a funny story that Dyson told with his first ever match for the Ignite team. So that this Ignite team, they travel around your, your second tier um, G League teams and, and play, and whether it be exhibition games or full out games or, or whatever, they're, they're games. His first ever game, Chris, he remembered he kept on getting trapped. He couldn't even get the ball over half court. He was asked to, to bring the ball up. He couldn't even get over half court. He thought going there that he had all the tools and, you know, he'd come through the academy down there under Marty Clark down in Canberra and it was all s- smooth sailing to a point, gets over there and gets the massive wake-up call. So the, the kids obviously got the ability to to learn and, and work on his deficiencies quickly to make them better. Spot on. And again, that may very well have been the reason they chose that route is to give him access uh, to that level of athlete. And one thing that is widely spoken about in the NBL with the kids who go through the next uh, program and one of the top reasons for choosing it is they get to play against men. They get to play against that level of strength uh, in a professional environment and don't need to have the, in their minds, distraction of one year of study. But what the NBL doesn't give those athletes is the level of speed and athleticism that you get in the G League and then in turn the NBA. That, that's one thing that we do fall a little bit behind the American system in. So for Dyson to, to understand that, to clearly have exposure to it early, he'll hit the NBA running uh, because he has had that six or eight months in the G League against that type of athlete. Now, they'll be more refined, of course, when he gets to the summer league and into the NBA, but yeah, the best thing you can do, I've always said, is to put yourself on a court where you're one of the worst players on it. Um, learn from seeing, touching and feeling the best, and he's done that. Hey, um, interested in the what he's about to walk into, though, Chris. You, you've lived this life of, you know, you get drafted, whole new world, come from the opposite side of the the planet and get over there. So the stuff that happens around the basketball in your first six months as a rookie in the NBA, uh, what's it like? You know, honestly, Dyson's been in the, in the country. He's been around it a little bit. But honestly, the, the biggest difference is genuinely the money. I mean, you're a, well, Dyson's a 19-year-old kid. They're about to sign, he's about to sign a contract for about $20 million US dollars. And he has access to almost anything he likes. And, you know, it's hard to teach experience to a young kid. Or And Dyson's a very humble kid. But when you hand him millions of dollars, it can it can change you a little bit. So what I do know, and and even having spoken a little bit to Josh and his team in the last 12 months, is they'll be really responsible in that element. And Dyson has the same manager as Josh. So I'm sure the advice he's getting is sound. Um, The one thing I wasn't able to do in my career that Josh will be, and I'm I'm sure Dyson will be, is to, to get that second contract because as great as those rookie scale contracts are, if you're successful through it, the, the next one's the one that, you know, for someone like Josh and Dyson um, can create generational wealth for, for both them and their family. So it's, 
that, that's the part to understand that it's still another, that there's still more to go. You, you haven't made it yet, um, but you're certainly well on the way. Chris, let's look through the rest of the draft. Not the whole draft, because it does go for a long time. But for uh, <laughs> basketball NBA fans here in Australia, who are some of the names uh, and what teams did they go to and that can make an impact in the NBA straight away? Well, Pancho Bicero became the number one draft pick and he was widely regarded as being the third pick out of Duke, but more so because they were uncertain of his commitment, but certainly understood his level of talent. So what I think the Orlando Magic have done have drafted the most talented player, understanding there may be some teething problems, but they've got a very, very talented player at number one. Uh, Chet Holmgren, a seven-foot kid out of Gonzaga, um, teams up with Josh, Giddy, with Josh Giddy at Oklahoma City, and he's the exact type of player that they need. And, you know, it's, it's a really exciting thought to, to think about Josh Giddy with, with someone who's now, who can finish at the rim that OKC didn't, another big who can stretch the floor to give Josh more space. And Usman Dieng, who we mentioned before from the Breakers, ended up with OKC as well. So really an NBL flavour. Uh, at Oklahoma City, and I, I suppose the, the other two that are, that we should mention is Luke Travers, a Western Australian kid who's gone through the system and been playing for the Perth Wildcats, got picked up very late in the second round, and he'll go to Cleveland. Uh, so he gets his shot. He's not guaranteed a contract, but he'll get to summer league, and they'll get a very very close look at him, and perhaps stash him away for a year or two, either back in the NBL or somewhere in Europe or the G League. But Hugo Besson, another New Zealand breaker last year, um, didn't come through the Next Stars program, actually signed as an import and was taken with the very last pick uh, of the NBA draft. So four players direct out of the NBL into the NBA, or drafted into the NBA this year is, again, a, a massive stamp of approval uh, for the NBL and certainly gives basketball fans in Australia here you know, familiar faces to follow and support in the NBA. And there's more coming as well, having... Had a look there at really uh, what's going on in Canberra, Chris. There's uh, there's more on the way. No, there sure are. There's you know the under the under 19 World Championships start next week. There's a, a big kid named Rocco Zakarski who is very very special. Tyrese Proctor's another name you can you can jot down and keep an eye on. And just quietly, there's you know Dyson's done fantastic. Just a sneaky little watch. Just keep an eye on his little brother Dash. Um, yeah. very, very good. And, and we may very well see two Daniels over there. So uh mention it already. Um, a very exciting era for Australian basketball. And, and we haven't even mentioned, as we always do when we speak NBA, that Paddy Mills and, and the things he's done. Joe Ingles still, you know, when he comes yep. back from injury, representing the country over there. So uh, very, you know, great representation, not only in the NBA, but then every one of these young kids who's gone in and been drafted, has publicly declared their desire, you know, to play for the Boomers moving forward and do what they can to be ready to play in, uh, in the 2024 Olympic Games. Just quickly, Chris, before we go, the New York Knicks. What? what <laughs> like, the New York they're a, Knicks. They're a parody. Wow. <laughs> no, I'll I, I, I tell you, be very, very careful what you say there. Like their president's my very first agent and one of my very good mates. And just watch this space. Okay. Hey, those, that's why I those, asked the question. I just want to know. Those, uh, those moves that they're made, are, as you can probably tell with the, you know, they're creating space for something much bigger. So just, just watch this space with the Knicks. They won't... Uh, it will all make sense soon. 
There might be, what is there, a seven-foot guy in the area, maybe in the Brooklyn area that might be coming off? Yeah, anyway, we'll, um, yeah, we'll leave it open there. <laughs> no, there, there, there's a few others further west. We'll see how it goes. Okay, cool. No worries. Uh, Chris Anstey, really appreciate your time, mate, <laughs> and um, filling us in on exactly what yesterday meant from an NBA draft perspective for Dyson Daniels and Australian basketball. Have a good Saturday. Thanks for having me, boys. You too. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.